0: Primary ignition. This is Star Wars.
1: Look out. Core World
0: News. You may fire when ready. From the bright side of the galaxy, I'm Chris Kondak, and you're listening to
2: Core World News, your whole news show of in-depth coverage of the latest stories from around the galaxy. Welcome to a fistful of Beskar special. Now we are our host, Ben Adam, to discuss Chapter 12, The Siege. Alright, welcome back to Core World News Fistful of Bestgar. We just watched chapter twelve, The Siege, and it was aqualicious, Clone-tastic, <laughs> and guys, I think we may be seeing the early days of the Horatio Sansa Sans. <laughs> I think you might
0: be right, though I've been I've been pulling for the Horatio Wait, Sansa Sans? Yeah for a a long time
1: but Horatio Sands
0: he is uh, he's amazing and he is he does a ton of podcasts and other stuff and he has just remained just hilarious I think I think people have been sleeping on him for for a long time but other than
2: the incredible Horatio Sands being involved this was directed by the magnificent Carl Weathers like Carl Weathers acting in it and directing and we know how difficult that is as a feat yeah I've seen it firsthand on set I've seen someone act and then walk, walk, you know, behind the camera and and see what the whole, what the framing looked like. And that's difficult. And that's, that's, that's a huge feat. So shout out to Carl Weathers. And this episode was spectacular, uh, super, super entertaining, action packed, uh, and a lot of plot development, a lot of plot development in this episode that I wasn't expecting, but I, 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 I had theorized sort of this direction for the show, but I wasn't expecting it all to unravel so quickly.
1: Yeah, this was, this could have been my favorite episode of all of them to date. And, and I, I don't know why, like, when I watched it the second time, it just, like, it was even better than the first time I watched it. Yeah. And, uh, it just, I mean, the action was so on point. It just felt, it felt like Star Wars. And there were, like, to me, the special effects were seamless and just, I don't know, I was just in that world. It just, it really, if, if like, you're a big fan of original trilogy Star Wars, this was pitch perfect, I think. Yeah, um,
2: shout, shout out to this yeah. whole series for creature effects, for propping up creature oh, yeah. effects and uh, mm-hmm. bringing back makeup in a huge way uh, and pro- and animatronics and uh, robotics like this. This show is doing a great job with the aliens and creatures that uh, populate the environment.
1: Why don't we get into the like the beginning of this and just go chronologically through? Is that OK?
0: Yeah.
1: Down with that? Because like they, I just want to like touch every part of this this episode because it was so good. Um, So we start actually in. um, Actually, oh, actually, we start back on the like the broken on the broken ship. Right. And then there's just that great scene (laughs) where he's uh, he's trying to get the child to like fix the some like power generator and the inner workings of the Razor Crest And it's like, I mean, if you've ever, you know, had to work on a project with your dad before, like that's (laughs) what it's
0: like. So this 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 episode brings up more questions than it answers, and I'm I'm totally down for that. And this is the first question. I was already like two minutes in. I'm like, so wait a minute. How like again, I don't want to get into the, the whole down the rabbit's hole of how old the child is. We know how old in, in human years, but right. like comprehensive, like there's so many things where I'm like, I thought it was like really young, but now it's kind of able to understand colors and other like like, clearly has some comprehension. So now I'm like, I just give up and I'm, I'm in for the ride. But I was just like, how old is this kid supposed to be? I think
1: um, what you could do easily is just drop a zero. So he's five, five. five, but he's a baby Yoda five, which is
2: still like, yeah, it's something like he just it's a, he's, he's, he's like Maggie like, from The Simpsons. He's like hyper intelligent. Oh but God, then the yes, heavy he breathing is. and the cooing. Yeah. And, Maybe like all, that's what I
1: mean. Time. There's some flexibility with the species that they're taking. <laughs> advantage of. You know, I mean, we've totally seen this character,
0: just before. Maggie. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, you could actually say that. Did Yoda have a speech impediment? Like, even at 90, he spoke weird because he never really got his mind around like speech. Like, maybe they're a post-speech. You know, like right, Maybe they don't
0: speak until they're 150.
1: Yeah, um, and then it, you know, it it may be broken sort of speech at best. Yeah. but um i don't know if that'd be something to play with but yes it is they're definitely playing with that quite yeah. a bit
0: but it's it's worth the gag i was there oh, yeah. i was down for it i was enjoying it you could see exactly where it was headed and it was worth the, the 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 again you know props to carl weathers the timing of that joke was perfect like it took just the exact amount of time it needed to yeah. get to the place you know where it's going
1: i did feel like they took their time with certain scenes here in a really great way and so yeah. they sort of developed They took all the time they needed. They were enjoyable. And then they, uh, then they moved on.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian doesn't take his mask off even in front of the child. Yeah. Yeah. He was drinking the soup. I did.
1: So I I was wondering here, if this is indicative of a a little bit more, do you think that possibly seeing, you know, speaking with Bo-Katan and, um, the clan crees and knowing that he's actually an anomaly among like Mandalorians that that sort of weakened his resolve a little bit.
0: Hmm.
1: Or do you know, I mean, maybe he drinks like, you know, he eats like that all the time around the child, but
0: um I yeah, don't know. Cause you could see it going either way. Right. Because he, I guess if he was really stringent about it, he would put the child away. Like he put child nap time and then he would eat. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't even raise his visor, or because we really haven't seen this, or he's doubling down on being it, and this is how they eat. Because I feel like that was the biggest meme question of question of season one is if they never yeah. take off their helmet, how do they eat? So I feel like right. part of his response to like this. <laughs> but um, I really like that observation, Ben, because it really could go either way, and I'm not sure.
1: I mean, I think the answer is like all of those things, it's just mm-hmm. like I, I, I think it's the Favreau part is like, let's not let the facts get in the way of telling yeah. a story and love. like, let's not let the, you know, the barriers of the galaxy sort of like, you know, do it. So it's like one, it's just like a couple of guys sitting around having lunch and thinking about yeah. their next steps. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was just a cool thing too, to see them both like, like yeah. once they saw Yoda with, you know, baby Yoda with soup, it like took over the internet and they're like, let's double down mm-hmm. on that. You know, so it's like yeah, just soup practice. in
0: every episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Yeah, they love their soup in the galaxy, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I saw that. And then obviously, you know, maybe there is a little more to read into that. You know, why would they? They've sparingly show, let us see him take his helmet off as mm-hmm. an audience, And so I think even if it's not significant, specifically,
0: it is significant. to them. Yeah, it's actually it's a character moment. It definitely yeah. means something.
2: Right. Yeah. It's fun that there's a lot of chow time in the beginning of this episode because they're drinking soup and then we cut to a bunch of Aqualish <laughs> preparing their meal <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. in the in the armory from the first season, yeah. which was which was really cool to see again and being repurposed by, you know, these alien yeah. scoundrels. in, in And yeah. they're about to cook yeah. this weasel up this meerkat. I guess meerkats are canon. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, that's they really are just meerkats. But the aqualish love the uh, love the makeup on it. Um, yeah. My wife asked, "What are those things called again?" And I was like, "Aqualish," also referred to as Walrus Man or Panda Baba. And she's like, "No, I'm going to call them." And it's something I can't say because we want to keep our E rating here. <laughs> <laughs> but she thinks they look like a specific part of the anatomy. They also have, like it's kind of like a tarantula
2: face too. Like yeah. I, I don't really don't understand. The, I there's the anatomy of their their face and their bodies, yeah. but it's it's interesting.
1: Yeah, that was great. I mean, again, it, it took me the second viewing to notice that that's where they were. I, I missed the sort of like missing um, a mythosaur skull like print yeah. on the wall yeah. the first time around, but I caught it the second. And um, so, again, pushing the plot along a little bit. We know the armor is not there anymore. So she's somewhere yeah. with a whole lot of Beskar. And, I, I, you know... Yep. I just we... waiting for the
2: rally call. From, yeah, I guess so. Both Dan and Mando. They'll be there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Um, so then, yeah, we see Cara Dune. Obviously, she's back. And then, um, yeah, so they decide yeah. to go back to yeah. Navarro yeah, definitely. Um, so they decide to go back to Navarro for some repairs and we have our return with uh grief cargo and Dune. and um, we see uh what Navarro looks like meow. Um, this is also very cool. Um yeah. any any um anything in the town that catch your eye uh as they, they enter?
0: Um no, but I think Having used uh, Wikipedia, I think I know what you might be referring to, which I still haven't caught. And for some reason, I so while we're doing this, I tend to have the episode playing on my iPad, so I can kind of like oh, scroll. Oh, do through. you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I cheat like that. We actually go slower than the episode, so I've had to rewind several times. <laughs> That's how much we talk about this? But now my Disney Plus crashed. I'm guessing my wife's watching it right now and it's freaking out. Um, but I read there was an the appearance as a statue. Of something. So I, I didn't notice it, so I don't want to take credit for it. So, Ben, what did you know? Or did you see it, Grant? Because I did not see it. Yeah, that was a super heroic looking statue. I loved it. It was just in the background when they're entering the, the
2: schoolhouse. Which is also Look.
1: significant because it's like the like the nurse droid
0: in front of the schoolhouse. Which, yeah. You know. I, I loved... We'll get to what the statue was in a second. But I loved going to town. The ta- like, they are just fully doubling down on this being the Western season. Of this show, of this, and I love it. Like I'm all here for, like, oh, we the town's the been school. settled. We got yeah. the schoolhouse, the school marm. Like I'm, yeah. like I'm, like, yes, please, just always be Deadwood. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, you, I would argue the the first season was very western as well, but uh...
0: it was with a lot more samurai yeah. in it. I feel like. I feel like it was a mix. It was very western, right, like, but I feel like this samurai this is like all western. Yeah. I spotted yeah.
2: some off world Jawas too, just walking around the town. Nice. And I had thought they were on the other planet in the first season and they weren't on Navarro and now to see them there was pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. They've set up franchises on a lot of worlds. Apparently Jawas are all over the outer rim. Um, Yeah. Cool. So it's IG 11 is the statue in the square um, and uh, just significant and pretty cool. And uh, I think that was where they had that their last stand there. Um, So
0: also, uh, cool but does market. everyone just take Quill? Or Quill's statue? Yeah, you know, I thought
2: Mando would go to Queel's grave and maybe have some kind of like I don't know transcendent eh. moment. No, I don't know. He doesn't. care. do it again.
1: He's on the way. His that's what's actually also fun with this is like his he the end of his quest is in sight. It's like he's going to reach the end of his quest like tomorrow is what he thinks. But us as the you know
0: oh the, that's the such <laughs> a good point. Yeah, I never. I'm really bad at at like getting in the minds of characters, but you're totally right, Ben. Like in his perspective, he's just like, all right, I got to do this one last thing. And then I jump and I give this baby a This baby off to this Jedi named Ahsoka, I guess. And then I'm out. I can just go live my life.
1: Which seems preposterous because, you know, is oh, yeah. this child, yeah. there's no way. Like, how is he ever going to, you know, give this baby up?
0: Yeah.
2: I got to say, it was pretty neat to see the protocol droid teaching the the, the classroom of yeah. students and uh, using and like, I guess it was a Nava chart that she was pointing at. And oh, yeah. The hidean way gets like. canon. Yeah.
0: In that moment, we also find out what planet the headquarters of the New Republic is currently on. Do we? Yes. I didn't call it subtitles. It's called subtitles, boys. <laughs> uh they they the whole her whole lesson is in subtitles which i was surprised because you can barely hear uh it's in chandrell i think whatever uh whoever chandrilla um, chandrilla Chandrilla. so it's on chandrilla currently yeah like they they mentioned the maelstrom around so their whole lesson is about uh kessel and how many moons surround kessel and how many orbits? Because there's only two orbits around Kessel because two of the three moons orbit synchronously around. Like this is literally what the kids were learning. That's how much was. <laughs> yeah, in there's a lot. And going I was on just like, thing. I kept rewinding to be like, I don't care about <laughs> like what. Like, teach me more. And when they cut away, stop from, showing me Baby Yoda. I want to see. The I know. When they cut away from Baby Yoda back to the action, I'm like, no, can we just do like an entire episode of Baby Yoda in the schoolhouse? Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. can I just take that class? That'd, That'd be, be a great be. VR uh, game if you were. To yeah. Just...
0: Right.
1: I know I would sit in there and I would learn about the like <laughs> the galaxy. Galaxy. The, yeah. Yeah, for day. Yeah,
0: they literally mentioned all the different and I had it, I had it in my mind but I forgot but they had all the different like like deep core, inner core, outer rim. Like they had like they had like seven or eight different and I'm sure it's just off the off the map that you can get now the official map but she goes through or she goes through the protocol goes through and lists all the different designations for the part of the galaxy. It's really it's really neat actually. Yeah, she even mentions the ma- the maelstrom as well. Yep, 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 yep.
1: Wow. Well, super fun. And then uh, another cute moment with uh, Baby Yoda and some cookies. Um, and um, one those are
2: macaroons.
0: Those are, are definitely space macaroons. I know. <laughs> I got very hungry at the, every time. I was <laughs> yeah, eight, the first I was time like, I watched. I was, like, I was like, on the elliptical <laughs> exercising, and I'm like, I want macaroons. And then <laughs> it was la- it was it was today between lunch and dinner. I'm like, I want macaroons.
1: Um, yep good sight gag there um, and then they're off on their adventure to uh, try and rid navarro of the last bastion of the empire um, and uh, seems easy enough uh, we didn't talk about uh, mithril um, yeah. much yet um, right uh, hilarious uh, we're get i'm glad Riddle. they've doubled down on this character uh, what, yes. what's your favorite parts of the myth? I mean, of Mythra, of Mythra? I think when he
2: sees Mando, he inks himself and it's <laughs> yeah. incredible. Or I don't know if it's like a gust, it's a mist, I... or whatever it is. I guess it's just humidity, right? It's yeah, a, yeah, a storm,
0: yeah, you know, bodies.
2: Like, I saw literally,
0: under- every second he's on screen, I love this character. And I hope when they do at the end of this end of the season, I feel like we're still going to get the gang gets all back together. We're going to get, you know, Cobb Vance, and we're going to get, uh, uh, everyone else together, and I want Mithril to be there. I want the Mithril to be there, and I have comments. I'll talk about it later about the indentured servitude and the issues I have surrounding that being a being yeah. a criminal justice yeah, uh, he professor great who deals professor. with social policy. I have some major issues with that, but I'll leave that alone <laughs> for now. But his character is amazing. He's hilarious, um, and he's not a. Com- I like that they make him not a complete coward. Again, it feels like a western. Like they give him a gun and he uses it, and I like yeah. that. Like he's on. actually quite a, a good shot. That. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah.
1: Take some people out. So he's seen some action. And we don't that know exactly how old he is, right? Like, we know he's in, like, the first third of his life. But um, right. he could be, like, 50. Apparently, if he lives over 350
0: yeah. years. Then, yeah. Right. Yeah. His
2: sentence is 130, over 200 years, possibly. And they keep <laughs> deducting so. years from it. It's a reward. It was a
0: good gag. That's why I let it go about... The issues with—I guess that's true. I don't. Ben, you make a good point again. I don't know how he—how li- long he lives. For all I know, this could be the equivalent of a twenty-year sentence for humans. Right. <laughs> but it just felt like a long time. Um, I do. The other thing I loved is that, and it kind of plays out throughout the episode, is that um, they joke, they joke, or they discuss, like, "Oh, well, we're going to repair your ship. You know, something you can do to help us out." It didn't feel like the last couple episodes where it was a tit for tat exchange, like right. like he like it felt like the ship was getting repaired no matter what the Mandalorian said because even when he when he asked like what do you need this for, right the second they explained it to him he's like. All right, let's go. Like, like he like he knew it was worthwhile. Like, I really appreciated that. Like, it's clearly building off of old relationships. And so it didn't feel like this. You owe me. You have to do this. It was just friends. It felt like Luke and Han, like, I owe you. No, I owe you too. Now, like, I like that kind of fun play back and forth between these characters.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're they're family at this point. They're yeah. belong- after what, the, you know, the gauntlet, they they went through together. Mm hmm you know so i'm sure and and he's very honor bound and code bound and stuff um and that but i mean they gave him everything so that he could escape on a couple occasions so um, it doesn't surprise me that he didn't hesitate to be the hero and plus that's why we're all here right <laughs> right want <laughs> to watch mando be the hero and uh it was fun
0: any thoughts about the fact that th- the mithral is a mithral and they call them mithral he calls they all call him mithral throughout yeah. the episode they will give him a mithral. name or nickname.
1: oh that's not his. that is that a species name too? That's I, that's species. Just his proper name.
0: so it's like it's like if we were in star wars it'd <laughs> be like human human do this human do that it felt right and also completely <laughs> like dehumanizing or demythorizing yeah. at the same it's time
2: it's yeah yeah, aliens are treated as the other in this episode in every regard because you even have the mm-hmm. Mimbani, Mimbani's, you know, uh, alien, you know, who's this who's deceptive and he's going to plant yeah. plant, a, plant a device on Mendo's ship. You have that that scene, that look in the beginning. You have Mithril's tra- <laughs> treated terribly in this yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, there's just it's just it, it, Aqualish or just you know about yeah. fodder. <laughs> it's, it's, right. really, it's a rough episode for aliens, I gotta say. Yeah. It literally... Uh, Baby <laughs> Yoda's well-loved well by Yeah.
1: Him. Oh, yeah. Uh, except for that I one mean... kid that didn't want to
0: share his cookies. Right. That, again, about, yeah. It's come <laughs> up, it's... <laughs> well, part of me, not to skip ahead, but he ends up with those cookies at the end, so I'm like, did, like, maybe... Because we don't know. We don't see the scene where... Dinjarin comes back and gets Baby Yoda out of the schoolhouse and leaves. We don't need to see that scene, but my head cannon, that kid is laying face down on his desk and had been force choked by Baby Yoda <laughs> for having trying to take the cookies back. Because otherwise, really dark, I'd be like, Adam. "Don't." Well, if I was the kid, I'd be like. Don't leave with my cookies, man. Yeah, I'd be like, "Can I get the sleeve back? You can't have yeah. the entire sleeve. Like, take one. That's the fate. fact fate that forward. those cookies are in Act Three points to very dark things having <laughs> happened to that kid.
2: Oh man, yeah, um, that wouldn't be inaccurate. Um so we get uh when they, so they think this is a forward operating base this imperial base that they're going yeah. to assail or siege should i say and uh sure. <laughs> there you go <laughs> but uh of course. yeah that works. but they get in there it's it's mostly empty except there's a few stormtroopers on guard you know mm-hmm. uh in the, uh, the the shuttle bay area and uh but then when they get in there and they shut down the uh, the um I guess the generators, or I guess they were just. I guess I looked down, the pump pipes are shooting like cryo freeze on the lava and like keeping it at bay. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. But uh, when uh, uh, the Mithril goes out on there, he goes. He comments on
0: there being no gar- yeah. gargoyles. Yeah.
1: yeah, no gargoyles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, One <someone> finally <laughs> said it in Star Wars. It only took 40 <laughs> some odd years. Someone finally mentioned ah, safety incredible. hazards. Historic. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know yeah. which is better to just, like, keep ignoring it. Like, would it be a better joke if he just ignored it or if he, like, but it, it was cathartic to finally see someone be like, oh, my gosh. And it felt like the same sort of formed station that Obi-Wan Kenobi goes out on in uh, Episode 4 in a no- yes. New Hope to, like, shut down the uh, shield generator. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a hilarious moment.
0: I, like... Yeah, I think it only works if you have that character say it because he's grumbling right. throughout that. Like that whole running gag of like, where do you want me to drop you off? And then, yeah. all yeah, right, I, cool. I'll <laughs> come back and get you. Like, it's it's such a great running gag. And yeah. it works to have, have Horatio Sands just grumbling throughout all of it. So to have like yeah. everything just be a hassle, I just, I think it works. I think if like Din Djarin, you know, I'm afraid he of heights. It, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You
2: know, know I don't like it.
0: heat. And You I know, know I don't like lava. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Hurry up. Uh, Hurry up, grief! Just tell him hurry up throughout this episode, and it's
0: it's hard. Is there a way that's not clunky? And the answer is already no. But is there a way that that, like he can just be another one on the Razor Crest? Like somehow, like you just need the (laughs) Mithral along for the ride,
2: right? They cut like persistent comic relief. I think we're we're coming out of this episode wanting more Mithral, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, collectively. (laughs) More Mithral, please.
1: Yeah, I hope his species, like, actually in, like, the second and third stages become these, like, 20-foot, like, massive insectoid monsters. And he doesn't get pushed around anymore. But um, we'll see. Um,
2: once, he, once he evacuates his thorax. Or maybe he did. Yeah. yeah, right. The second. Whatever evacuation. the, yeah, just see if, you know, what they
1: develop into. And I hope it's something insane. Yeah. But it was just <laughs> great having alien work in there. And they, like, the fact that they, you know, did the humidity exhaust and all that was pretty uh, yeah. Pretty it's nice to do nods to being like they're actually aliens. Um, it was
0: it was i the one thing I want to mention too is before that they're on their way in. They've got up the elevator, so they're not all on the same platform together. Great gag throwing the stormtrooper off the side of the of the landing <laughs> no, pad.
2: Pretty gnarly. But,
0: um, <laughs> a lot of bodies <laughs> on the ground in this. <laughs> a season. lot of yeah. Um, but they're, they're up on the, the landing pad. Hit, you know. <laughs> it's true they're up on the landing pad and the mithral points out the uh what was it the trexler marada marauder which yeah, is basically yeah. just the marauder. Troop. it's very similar to troop transport so they, they went past that and i'm like well that's gonna come back into play because you've spent mm-hmm. a lot of time talking about it and then they run down the hall so that's in my mind and then they run down the hall with all the um all the trooper bikes all the speeder bikes there
1: yeah
0: and like, then, and then later on <laughs> yeah, exactly and then later on when the speeder bikes chase my wife was just like i was waiting for that to happen and we were both like Yep, check off speeder bikes. I had to show <laughs> off the
2: entire shuttle bay playset. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. speeder bike, like yeah, Tracer
1: Marauder, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Actually, I'm surprised they didn't use the one that had the uh, the like um, troop transport on the side. Like, just go for the classic like Kenner toy. But um, yeah, this is a good upgrade. Yeah. Is that is this
0: the one they used in episode seven? eight the last eight was it i couldn't remember if it happened at the very end of episode seven or if it was i beginning think that's episode what eight. brought yeah, it all the, the extra day.
1: troops into it was
0: for yeah, uh, yeah yeah i wonder if that one had did that one have a gun on a top a turret a turret on top of it i don't think it does and i think they yeah. wanted that because a yeah. you need it for for the fight and also for the best gag in the entire episode in my yeah. opinion but we'll get there yeah absolutely <laughs>
1: Uh, first, so did uh, I forget? Did they see anything else in that station? Was there anything of note in there? No, uh, nothing else happened. Cooling they, section they blew it,
0: right? it up. They left. It was fine. Nothing else happened. Oh,
1: yeah. We saw the bridge. We saw the bridge of that. And uh, there's only one yep. man on there. So probably a little short staffed. Yep. Anything else? I don't, I don't recall. Mm-hmm.
2: Should we throw up a
0: spoiler wall for this one? No, we did, we what do you guys do think? that? We usually do at the beginning, but I think we if we probably should for this up, for this uh, think, a reveal, we probably should. Yeah, I think we've been okay up to this point. I mean, other than we've we've spoiled the entire episode, and if you're listening to us discuss the episode, you probably know. But now we're going to get into like actually <laughs> breaking some of the, the major reveals and probably going into speculation territory. So yeah, here's a good like spoiler wall. Yeah, we're going to talk about. He's a tinfoil cool wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah it's, so it's, we got we got to slice through the effective. door. We got to slice through the door to get to this information. Yeah. And uh, when our group gets in, uh, by the way, I find it hilarious that griefs like or Mando tells the Mithril to slice the door, and then griefs like use the cylinder key. <laughs> <laughs> still yeah, okay. like a the key key. already I was like this, oh. is Mando? Okay. Mando's getting nice. too close to ledges he doesn't know what information we have already uh, Mando he's got, he's got to take the helmet off at some point i got to just check <laughs> I, in I, he's got to check in with humanity, humanity. <laughs> he's got to check in
0: this is why we're soulmates in Star Wars because we all have the same exact reaction to that because I watched that and I'm like that's like someone saying, like, hack into the system. Oh, by the way, use the password I already have. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. like slicing. Yeah, that's... Have the key. That's like, break it. Break, you know, pick the lock. Here's the key. That's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so moving they, they get on. get in
2: this room. They get in this room. And then What do you guys take it? What do we see when we get into this room?
0: We see jars full of
2: Whoa.
1: something. Before that, we see two very scared people Oh, yeah, the yeah. Same Camino Cloner like jumpsuits, the um the Dharma Initiative jumpsuits. That, uh,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this is Imperial a, DARPA, right?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. It
0: is, yeah,
1: and um, it's totally Imperial Dharma, actually. And that's like the aesthetic too, like the seventies yeah. throwback. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, and uh, yeah, and the same outfits as our Cloner from the first season. And they're practically, like shredding
0: papers, you know? They're like, yeah, <that's> like, Title, purge the data, purge it we just talk for a second about that I, I love now that we're just like basically just teasing the listeners because we almost get there and i'm like let me talk about something. so they don't have a clear like erase button this is the weird <laughs> technology thing about the empire <laughs> their erase button is to take a blaster and just shoot the crap out of out of their technology so like there's it. a de- there's no delete yeah. button just blow it up the blaster anyway moving on which also I doesn't work was, well anyway, no anyway,
1: i think they on. were in the middle of deleting but they put in so like wearing <laughs> no, that they knew they were about slow. to die so they just were like okay yeah, they, they chose the Han Solo up. method, yeah, to try and get, but get... I mean, and you can tell they didn't delete everything because we got one holograph there of our um, little friend, cloning friend from the first season,
2: yes.
1: um, giving a report uh, yeah. as of three Doctor days prior. Pershing. Pershing?
0: I like Pershing. that. Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, so Dr. Pershing essentially says uh we we get a m count reference the yeah. m count was not high enough or uh we can't get uh, the other their other samples just don't have a high enough m count um, Right. pretty sure for our you know devout listeners and star wars friends we know that's it's um which is exciting to get a midichlorian reference
0: <laughs> is it uh wait so let's <laughs> pause here cuz my, again my wife who you know watches the movies and the uh, and the Mandalorian? That's about it. She just she's only seen the prequels two times all the way through, right? Uh, once they first came out, and then once before the Force Awakens. And then she's like, "I'm good," uh, which is fine. You know, each has their own. Uh, right. She'll watch them again. I'm sure. She even picked up the fact when they said M counts. They meant midichlorians. Uh-huh. that's how big that thing is. And she was just like, I didn't think they talked about midichlorians anymore. And I'm like, they don't, this yeah. is really important. <laughs> She's yeah. like, why? And then I bored her for five minutes. She's like, okay.
2: But it was nice that it was, it, it was implied rather than explicitly yes. saying yeah. midichlorians, which is pretty cool. But firstly, I think he talks about that. They're trying to create a host or a, like a strand cast clone that is Going to be able to go through a sort of transfusion with possibly the emperor's blood, or I don't, I don't know what. But they don't ultimately,
0: say anything. They don't ever. But it seems like they need yet. the
2: child's blood uh, in order to make this clone work. Bit of chlorine. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have been listening, but for the past ten episodes, I've been theorizing that that baby Yoda is needed for this this a sort of cloning process for the emperor.
0: Yeah, that's not. I don't think
2: you said that. <laughs> I, I, I knew we were going to get back into it, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know it all unravel in this episode, which was very, very surprising. Yeah,
0: I know it you, is. Did you did, did, did call it? Have I filled you in on how I have been how I have gotten OK with the idea of midichlorians?
1: No, tell us, Adam. Well, I've always, right, I've always been
0: OK my, with it. So, yeah, well, that's <laughs> I've never had to dumb, work on. It. But here's my no, same. I, I love the throwback. Here's my... I don't mind the throwback. Here's my headcanon. I don't like the fact that we've now... Science is explaining the Force. That's always where I get a little... I get thrown off by it. However, here's my workaround. And follow me if you want. So there's the discussion of whether these symbiotic relationships cause the Force and imbue the Force in the person. And I know that's what Lucas originally meant. I don't personally like that. However, here's the thing. If there's these microorganisms that are attracted to the Force they would then invade the bodies of Jedi more than any other people. So if you could test the blood of someone, they would have midichlorians in their blood, this, this 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 being in their blood, because it's attracted to the Force, but they themselves are not causing the Force. Does that make sense? So you could use it. It's correlation, not causation. You can use it to determine who's strong in the Force and who's not, but they aren't actively causing the person to be strong in the Force.
1: So it's a, okay. I, I see that. It's yeah, it's like a byproduct of being force sensitive. Is exactly. I feel like you, you could argue it. Speed.
0: Argue it the
2: other exactly. way it, with just as much evidence that they are active, but it's I. Right. I can put right. it my way, this Grant. <laughs> my, but no, no, no. You're absolutely
0: <laughs> right. You're 100 right. Like we've never we've never explained this, so yours is equally likely. However, mine lets me sleep at night and not hate Star Wars, so I'm going to stay with this for now <laughs> as long as they will let me have it. <laughs> and if they say it's the other thing. I'll deal. I'll be fine. <laughs> you
2: don't want to go to the microbiotic world and meet these meet these things.
1: Uh, I know. There's still a chance <laughs> we might joking. get there sooner or later. Someone yeah. will, will write a, a Will's uh, episode, and uh, yeah, but isn't
2: it. isn't Vader inherently a sciency character? You know, you know, when it comes to him being a cyborg and whatnot later in life, it's like, does it matter if we use midi chlorians at some point in his story? He's essentially part machine, part computer. You need all that stupid sciency jargon to fill in a sort of cyborg cybernetic backstory.
1: I buy into that. I mean, for a sci fi series, there's very little science in Star Wars.
2: Yeah, yeah, it kind of dissolves, you know, after the prequels. So that's fine.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the other thing I want to mention is have we heard midichlorians uttered since episode one? Is it ever mentioned in Clone Wars or in Rebels? It's nope. not mentioned in episode two or three. So literally, I think I think for this thing that's had such a huge impact in the history of Star yeah, there Wars, there was a
2: massive fan backlash. I, I don't Yeah. They, in fact, they, they wanted to add it to anything else. I think there's
1: two layers of backlash, right? So there was backlash to George after I think one. I don't think he dared write midichlorians back no. in yeah. any way. And the same way is that, like, I feel like Jar Jar's character took a turn, you know, away from where he thought it would be after the reaction to him and. Mm-hmm the first episode which is sad because i think i just want to know your story and like to heck with what the internet trolls think but yeah,
2: the holidays
0: know that, that, that now we didn't know that, on
2: that,
1: that.
0: You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah so <laughs> we'll, uh we'll get his story actually
1: Yeah. right and then but then there's another layer of backlash where i feel like i feel like the prequels are still in the lucasfilm doghouse like a
0: little you know, bit
1: slowly bringing it back in and it's like earning their trust and sort of feeling it out and so They're I think they're just taking their time sort of bringing that stuff in, which I think is fine because I love I love all the little nuggets we get. It's also sort of, you know, delaying the gratification of having them recognize this stuff. Um, It looks like we're going to get a lot of prequel action in the um, Obi-Wan series. Uh, Yeah, that'll be fun.
2: I think the oh. prequels still have the best lightsaber fights on screen oh, yeah. in any of the films. Oh yeah, hundred uh-huh. yeah. percent. I think that's, and that's a really that's a really important part, I think, of the story as a whole. And I, I think that it it's so exciting to see a, a Star Wars film I, really. I would, really I would argue the they
1: have the most film. sorry, I'm sorry, Grant. I stepped right No, no, continue. Continue. I, I would argue though that the, it has the most beautiful backgrounds in any, you know, Star Wars. You know, I'm looking well actually
2: definitely a lot of Adam varied has a backgrounds background.
1: a lot of variation i mean <laughs> look at adam's i mean grant's background I mean. right now it's like one of the hallways in camino and it's like i mean there. it's wild it's super cg like saccharine sweet cg but uh it's still beautiful you know it, it, yeah. even though it's digital and um yeah i don't know the, the art
2: department did an incredible job on the prequel yeah I, I really do love a lot of the design work in in that those films and seeing the sort of the, the golden age of the Republic and the, the fall of the Republic and, and, that transition from the Republic, the aesthetic of the Republic to the res- aesthetic of the empire. I think, yeah. I think people that's underrated in a lot of ways. I think a lot of people yeah. just forget to mention how, how, how seamless that felt in in yeah. the art yeah. direction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's great because it's a lot I, of curves in the prequels. Like I'm looking behind yeah. you. It's a lot of like rounded shapes and rounded edges. And this like, and then it's very squared off in the uh, in, in the Empire.
0: I mean, the set designing and everything, I, the, the prequels are fully realized movies. Like, I, I think I think I think they're beautifully written. I think they're beautifully set designed. I think there might be some issues with directing, but we'll talk about that at some other point. But here's the thing. I feel like the prequels, Ben, to kind of get back to what you're saying, are treated very much like the old EU. Right, where they're deciding which parts they want to bring in and which parts they want to just kind of not bring in. But the fact that we have a show which did not have to use, they didn't have to say anything about M counts. That's fascinating. Like, I, that was the part of me. There's a lot of like, like moments in this season, in this series where I was shocked. This might be the most shocked I've been, even post. Baby Yoda I've been, that they dared utter the phrase M count. Yeah, <laughs> I literally almost fell off my elliptical <laughs> when that happened. I stopped, and I had to go back. Because I'm like, did they just actually do that? And I'm on board. I'm 100% on board for it because I'm a, fa- I'm a believer in that, like, I may not like the idea of midichlorians, but they're part of Star Wars, right? And yeah. I would, as a person who loves Star Wars, and as a canon nerd, I want them not necessarily explained but they're part of the story so keep them in the story you don't have to highlight them but the fact that they pop up here and there i love it right and i'm so fascinated to see where they go i'm guessing we'll never hear that uttered again i think that's there for that part but um i love that i i I was for someone who has never been it was really not a fan i remember that's the part i remember being a 19 year old watching that and going what's happening now with with the with the phantom menace but like but that's George that's his vision and it's part of it and it's so fun i'm on board
1: it is fun when you hear things and you have no idea what they mean yeah
0: in the galaxy
1: because it means like that it's gonna pay itself off later where we get to think about this stuff and be like what is we what was that and talk about it as community and sort of figure out what you know what they're even talking about and it, it keeps it fresh whereas like mandalorian a lot of this stuff we're like oh yeah we know all that you know we yeah. have yet to sort of find something that sort of baffles us other than the child which is you know the MacGuffin of the whole series or the the catalyst of the whole series. It's keeping it moving. We have no idea what that is. It's just yeah. more questions upon questions. So um, with this
2: mention of M count, Pershing is saying they, they, they don't have enough blood from the child to stabilize right. this, this clone host right. uh, and the blood they have there. The M count's not high enough with whatever they need more, essentially midi-chlorines, no yeah. more blood to, yeah. to make these clones work. Yeah. And so what we then see is the failed, project that the failed clone i believe yeah uh several failed this, clones right several. Yeah. right there's several the, tanks
1: the obligatory yeah. display display tubes <laughs> of a cloning facility facility <laughs> yeah um and they're very the forms in the tubes are you know biped organisms but that's about all we can sort yeah. of
2: out
0: humanoid uh, they look yeah. disfigured but yeah, it was hard
2: to con- tell contorted and uh yeah. arched limbs misshapen limbs it, it, it they didn't look like you know what what's behind adam right now in his background which is
1: snoke it tanks definitely snoke, snoke
2: tanks <laughs> yeah <laughs> and snoke looks pretty humanoid in those tanks although he looks zombie like you know
0: to, they do to, to, but uh, this
2: is 35
0: 30. years later so there's a there's some distance or i guess 30 years later so this yeah. might be where they get to in 30 years right which i think is cool. their
1: point so yeah, I, I think who do you think is the recipient of this this treatment, like who do you what do you think they're cloning or trying trying to make there? I, I think there's two big options. um Adam- I
2: think they're trying to clone Luke uh, from Luke's hand,
0: and they're oh. trying to get the Emperor to oh be able to God. enter
2: that body. But they need Baby Yoda's blood for the Emperor to enter that body.
0: Grant, I I don't. That's not my theory. I want your theory to be right more than I've wanted anything ever in Star Wars. That might, be a, that might be a slight exaggeration, but I really want your theory to be right. I think it's a Snoke. I think it's Snoke. I think this, this episode is so much leaning towards the First Order because there's something going out here there's something going on out here we hear later on Moff Gideon refers to like we are building something right like they i really feel like this is now leaning into we're building the first order they are getting their orders from i think palpatine via 17 different you know you know 17 different you know in-betweens i think it's snoke i like your idea, and I want your idea, to be right? Well, my now. Idea, I think your is, idea
2: is the same idea that it's no, it is, yes. Well,
0: we, so, Organism. oh,
2: okay, they, they're yeah. they're so they, in the they're saying they're one and the same. Oh, all right, you? and it's so always they... been that it's always been yeah, from yeah. the hand to create a host because the emperor is so covetous of Luke oh as God. if he wants to tr- do the body transfer with, with Luke specifically.
1: Can so, I you use... think that they were? I'm sorry, I gotta clear. No, point. you, yeah,
0: you get some time to talk. I bet, been...
1: <laughs> Grant, you so you think that they're uh, they're making. They they took the host of the the hand right and they're yes. trying to turn it into a host for the emperor. Yes. Yeah. But what they made was Snoke. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yes. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. by accident.
1: And so instead of being a re- a true host for the emperor, what color are Snoke's eyes, eyes
2: and what color are Luke's eyes? Are they the same color?
1: I, no, don't I think know. <laughs> Snoke has like brown <laughs> hazel eyes and
2: um. If, actually, I think it lies in the eyes, honestly. Okay. Especially with Moz said look
1: right and so and then so adam do you say that they're just trying to create a, a snoke from whole cloth here
0: i i was now here's why i'm actually grants won me over so this is kind of beautiful right because let's say that they're because this is this is in old eu territory you know trying to get inside of luke actually okay all right, I got to calm down cuz I'm very excited by by Grant's idea because the end of episode 9 makes sense that if they're trying to clone Luke, right? Because then they would clone Luke, Luke would strike down the clone of Luke yeah, would yeah, strike the down eyes are blue. Both eyes are blue. Oh, there you go. I, I was like wondering where you disappeared to. They both have the to. same shade of blue. So so you're interrupting me trying to make your thing be poetic and beautiful, which you already know it is. So, he would so Luke would strike the clone of Luke would strike down Palpatine then Luke would then Palpatine would become Luke makes total sense. The other thing that's beautiful is that if Snoke is a strand cast of Luke, the entire sequel trilogy is the clone of Luke seducing Luke's nephew away from Luke. And that's kind of amazing. Yeah, that's kind of amazing.
1: And actually, if I, I could take it a step further, like, Please. We see we know that there's multiple Snokes, right? Or they tried to make it like maybe. Yeah, that Snoke was the effort it, it, going from Luke's genetics to make force sensitive clones. And he maybe he was yeah. trying to do an army of, of wizards and they were Snokes. Yeah which is sort of wild. Like if they're trying, yeah. like, yes, there was one Supreme leader, but he was going to make a bunch of them as like a force of evil. Like he was going to make yeah. his own disciples that he could control. Um, there is another thought though. And I think the the real answer there is they're trying to, I think they're just working on a uh, host um, body for the emperor. I think the emperor has like, like already, started this process and had like a backup, like his genetics and stuff like ready in this case. And it's just like, in case of emergency, build this body based on these parameters. And then, you know, but it wasn't entirely done. And I think that's what they're trying. They're just, they're essentially, they're making the um, jib arm Palpatine that Palpatine ends up. up in.
0: And it also could be Snoke, right? Snoke could be strand cast of the emperor, right? Could be like less. Could be less, you know, crude, which works. Um,
1: too, like they tried to make the Emperor, but it like they made a Snoke instead, and then he's like, "That'll do." For now, <laughs> but yeah, let's see if we can maybe get this even better.
0: I love the idea that Snoke is just this, like, oh no, we accidentally made a Snoke. It's fine. <laughs> just make him Supreme Leader. Yeah, we'll figure it yeah. out later.
1: <laughs> yeah, he should. He can run everything. Yeah, that'll be. Fine. I mean, I mean, it depends how much control. Like, where is the spirit of the emperor at this point? Doesn't he need a body to reside in while this is all going on? Or like, can he just exist as a spirit in the ether for a while? And then,
0: like, I don't understand how that I think I think and I think I think, Ben, you might have mentioned this idea. I think in the Aftermath series and all the other ones, we have Operation Cinder. Is that what it's called? And we have these like robots floating around which can oh oh, yeah i i think his consciousness currently is jumping between those robots in the various ships that are out there and waiting for a clone the messenger's waiting for a clone body i like that idea a lot i think that i think that makes a lot of sense i think we're talking about mysticism and people's consciousness i mean the whole series ends with all the jedi ever talking right and so this idea of a, a sith ghost being able to project itself into into like robotic bodies for a while makes sense. Um that's a I mean, half step to
1: cloning, right? It's like yeah. putting your consciousness in a in a machine and then but you know it's not a full yeah. yet. Right. Do and you then think we'll, the step.
0: do you think we'll ever see a messenger droid in Mandalorian? Yeah.
2: I that hope so. Sense, I
0: love that idea. Yeah. Um I think it's also interesting, right? Because uh, because Palpatine's son, in quotation marks, is a strand cast, right? That was in that's that's been established. was a strand cast. Yeah. So they're clearly just messing around with clone a ton of different random things.
1: Yeah, that's a that's another dark horse, but would be like they were trying to create his son. I never got that. Wait, I mean, they didn't was really yeah. I mean,
2: his son was a strand cast. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh. That's yeah. That's a third option. That'd be kind of interesting. I'm trying to get my timeline right about when he would have done that. I mean, he couldn't have
0: tried to create a son when he was dead. That seems kind of weird. So well, I don't know if he. I my always thought it was like I always thought it was a um a clone of Palpatine yeah. that was not was not force sensitive. So they kind of just went uh, blanket. Yeah. You know, like whatever. Yeah. It's just fine.
2: And it's, then it turned it out is it
0: is, skipped a generation. And, it skipped yeah, right. a generation. So maybe he was, I guess he might have been messing around with cloning. Because it's weird, because it'd be his son. Were they messing around with cloning before Palpatine died? I'm trying to do the math in my head. Well, so
1: I think they had to. If they made um, yeah. his son, they would have had to have done that before he died. Before or, he died, yeah. yeah. It's, that's a that's, uh, race I think parent. this
2: lends to my Luke theory, then luke's hand theory because uh you know it's a necrotic hand it's cut from the body and therefore it's hard to uh it's it's hard to extract you know living cells from it and and create a a host that's going to be perfect much like his son was his son was a perfect clone of him or something so maybe they had a good amount of they had vials of the emperor's blood to clone him but when it comes to luke skywalker they only had that hand
0: yeah you know I mean, I I just love this idea that, like, it's just – it's not a perfect science at all. It's just a lot of, like, just – it it just feels like – and they're space Nazis, so it feels like, quote-unquote, Nazi science, right, where they're just mixing science with mysticism and just putting a random bunch of crap together in a test tube and seeing what's happening. Like, it just – I I really enjoy the cloning way they're doing it. I enjoyed what they did in the prequels. I enjoy how they're doing it now because it makes sense that it just wouldn't be this like giant Camino factory. Like it's just a bunch of like Nazi doctors just trying to figure this crap out.
1: Right on. Well, um, that was a lot of that. Um, why don't we, we move on before we go any deeper down the, uh, yeah. the cloning hole that we we've done a million times, but the, I mean, it is cool because it's culminated in this, which we were like, I don't know, with you know I, I, a, a nod yeah. to grant and and Adam, uh, mostly that uh, we came really to grant. this decision a long time ago, um that it makes a lot of sense. so super great, exciting plot development. um, and then they and then they go off for their escape. they uh, I, I th- actually this is kind of a thing that I haven't seen many times. They're like ma- main character you get out of here and go save the child. And then, and then, but we follow the B B team trying to escape the place, Um, which was created a lot of tension. I mean, I was really worried they were going to capture the child. There's, you know, that fishy Mimbanan um, person um, at the dock. I was like, maybe they'll captured it, you know, captured the child or something bad was going to happen. But um, I mean, this escape scene was so awesome. It was yeah. so beautiful. It was so fun. It was so Star Wars. And it was just like seamless. I it just looked it. Just, it I don't know the action in this. I liked more than anything. I, I yeah, think yeah. I've ever seen. Um, I
0: yeah, I got to say so. A couple things real quick. I when they were escaping the research facility. Um, and We talked a bit of this off air, but, you know, Ben and I were texting with Grant a while. And I think Ben and I were kind of talking about this just felt. I think Ben mentioned this earlier, it felt very Star Wars. In fact, it felt like the most Star Wars moment I've seen in The Mandalorian. Not that things have been not Star Wars, but this, I was i was watching the first time, like, this feels like Star Wars, and I was trying to figure out why it was. And I realized it was the directing, and, and you know, hats off to Carl Weathers. Like, Carl, I, you know, I don't know if he sh- killed it. I don't know if it's because of he comes from a different generation of filmmaker. I don't know if he just really studied the original trilogy, but he just nailed it. And part of it is like minimal camera movement. So a lot of just steady cam, just shooting a scene. And yeah. and then in their escape scene, cuts, like wipes, just wipe to one action scene, wipe back to the next thing, wipe back to the to Mandalorian. And I just felt like I was watching Star Wars again, like watching a Star Wars movie, like right. watching the nineteen seventy Star Wars movie. And so it just, you know, that was amazing. And then I think he did such a good job of the Mandalorian escapes. His escape is the most like the, the most difficult in a lot of ways in, in when escaping from the. Um, not most difficult, but just in terms of the most action packed to get off of the research facility. So you're like, OK, he's safe. He's gone. And then you're just following are the, the B team, right? Yeah. And that scene was so well-directed, I had the exact opposite, Ben, where I didn't worry about the child or the Mandalorian at all, because I was so engrossed yeah. with, with that with that scene, to the point when like they're rescued, I literally, and I'm the dum-dum who this works for, I'm like, who could be rescuing them? Yeah, <laughs> me too. Because I was so yeah. involved with their story that I totally forgot the Mandalorian was a thing. Right. That would be an incredible ride at Galaxy's
2: Edge. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of Falcon vibes in that moment where... Oh, yeah. it's uh, all the same
1: switches on the...
2: Caradun's piloting um, Grief Cargo's on the can- on the autocannon. And then you got scouter bike scout bikers chasing them. You have TIE fighters descending on them. It was just it was real, yeah. really action-packed. And then a lot of really funny gags in that moment to have yeah. two scout scout troopers just eat just, it immediately. Yeah. Like, yep. Immediately drive yes. out of the, the shuttle bay and just crash into the craters or rock ledges.
1: That was so fun. I mean, first of yeah. all, that scene was so badass. Like them just yeah. going over the edge. And this is, you know, one of our last scenes we got from the trailer. We've now knocked out all of the trailer. Yeah, I, that's uh, so really
0: cool. worth talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then um, they, you know, so they plummet. But it was like such a cool scene of them going down that hill on speeder bikes. Like, I'm just someone loves speeder bikes there. And I, I don't think that's <laughs> a bad thing it. at all. It's like yeah. that was such a fun thing from um, from Return of the Jedi. And they're they've just like, no, no double triple down scout troopers on those troopers
2: bikes. felt more determined and dogged. Than yes. North, right. Like, it seemed yeah. like yep. this, this contingent of Imperials was, you know, uh, definitely uh, more driven
0: to take yeah. down enemies. I think the yeah. closer you if... get
1: them off Gideon, the better the quality of, of
0: yeah. you know, they're true believers. They're not just there for whatever, but like speeder bikes, you know, Ben, same thing. We're just, Something about the sound design and the look, it just is the oh. thing that brings me the most back to childhood. I was talking to Carly about this, yeah. and it just is Return of the Jedi, because I was at the right age. Return of the Jedi was probably the movie I watched the most as a kid. It's also kind of the funnest when you're a kid. Like, there's the most action scenes, and there's cute Ewoks and stuff going on. But, like, the speeder bike scene to me was, like, the pinnacle of adventure and action as a child.
1: Right. And I just want to do a quick couch here. When we say the most Star Wars, I mean, obviously, we at least adam and i we were um, yeah. Yeah. original trilogy yeah. generation that's and fair so yeah. it, it's the most original trilogy-esque yeah I've felt yeah. Uh, of anything that i've that i've seen even even including rogue one which was you know yeah which, pretty, pretty darn
0: far. close yeah and again we as we've talked about we love the prequels and all that stuff so it's not anything taken away from that it's just our our generations feel right exactly yeah. I, i'm a bit younger than you
2: guys but i do think the original trilogy aesthetic is the most striking out of all the films and it's kind of the one that sticks with you and i had a long conversation with a friend was about you know what what star wars stories would look like you know far away from the original trilogy era and i have to say i I, as much as i want to go to different parts of the timeline i really do i I really do hope we get stories in the original trilogy era you know from now and you know on into perpetuity i love that aesthetic yeah. specifically, that yeah. Macquarie, uh, s- simple designs, just very simple, straightforward look. I, I love that aesthetic, yeah. and uh, those Scout bikers yeah. look classic. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, we'll see how popular this season is, and and what the like. For me, the gauge is like how many new fans does it create. Actually, we, we can tell usually by the jump in our viewership, like how many new people are like jumping. Which, to this.
0: Not to like, not to like talk business on air is significant yeah. <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. It's going to jump in numbers. So welcome people and hope you're yeah. enjoying. Um, in terms of Disney plus, I think this is being viewed five. I think the numbers they're releasing and they don't re- 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 usually release numbers. This is, this is five times the, the Mandalorian is being viewed five times greater than the next thing below it.
1: Yeah. It's That's, a
0: great,
1: it's a great show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was one scene on my second viewing that just like made my jaw drop and like I had to like rewind it and watch it again. It's the TIE fighters launching from the top of the Yeah. Station, yeah. as it's like sort of blowing up and there's like a lava plume mm-hmm. in the background and then they're just like taking off. And the other thing, I don't know why I, I keep comparing the show to game of Thrones because it has a comparable Fair. budget. Yeah. Um, and obviously the, the dragons, yeah. the dragons looked beautiful in that show, and the direwolves did, and you know when they did that in Game of Thrones. But I don't know. It's a maybe. Maybe you guys know this. I I just couldn't figure out. Like you can sort of pick out where you get the volume, right? Like where the volume is. Yeah. But when they're doing those action sequences with you know, like is that all CGI?
2: It's a lot of CGI. I think it's all rendered. Exterior. I don't, anything exterior of a vehicle. Yeah. Is a
0: CGI. Yeah. It because
1: it's not models, but it, like same thing with the the um oh I forget the name. The the shuttle in the last episode. Um oh it's killing me. I can't remember the name of it, but the large imperial, the imperial shuttle. freighter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh right. Galante uh yeah it anti it goes anti thank you there like go.
1: that looks so good i don't know it just it, it just all hey, looks so good
2: polish the level of detail i mean this is ilm we're talking about almost so like not league polished. this is way above game of thrones yeah. i, don't, I, I mean, don't know what post
0: houses yeah. worked on game of
2: thrones but Ben, i'll make <laughs> but it, it simple fortune, for you right?
0: yeah that's <laughs> the thing they're lying about the budget they're just straight up lying about the budget like it, they're just spending an arm and a leg and not and not Revealing how much they're spending because you just can't make things that look this good. The, the with the volume, yes, but here's the thing: the the jump in the amount of CGI scenes from season one to season two is is like is, tenfold. Yeah. It's huge. Like I, you can like you said, you can see when they're using the volume, they're not relying on that a ton in this season. Yeah. I, when it's like all of the stuff in town. And that stuff, but you can't make a crate dragon in the volume. You can't make, right? A, 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 you know, a, a space station blowing up. You can't have a tie fighter fight. You can't have a, a, a X wing fight in the volume. Like this is all rendered right. in. See, it's well, it's unbelievable. They can, but they can't have the dynamic movement
2: that we see. And when we see that right. movement with right, the right, tie right. fighters descending, yeah, that's that's entirely CG because
1: yeah.
0: can't. Can. No, I, don't know
1: I kept looking cool. for miniatures to see if they would do something like that, but it's definitely there's no miniatures in that. No, uh, it's all yeah. That I it's it's all like CGI. But then the Razor then, Crest or,
2: now and again might be a miniature, honestly, and the Sand Crawlers might yeah. Be. And, and certain yeah. things we see might be. Miniature. Oh
1: yeah, I just meant in like that type that in scene, this, yeah, this no. sequence. Um, it, I the think
2: action scene, Yeah, yeah, so.
1: yeah. You're definitely right about the Razor Crest. I'm sure they have a, a scale model Razor Crest that they use a ton. Yeah. Um, and you'd think they would have TIE fighters and stuff, but it was just I don't know. It looked buck wild. It was so fun. So and then and then you have the practical effects of the cannon. So like so first you have the like cannon scene with grief in and in, like in that cockpit. And he does like as he fires up the cannon, he hits the same like roof switches that they do in the Millennium Falcon. So it's yeah. Yeah. Like- it's like the same unit in a different vehicle, which is so great. And like the the, the grid display that shows the outline of whatever your target is. Somehow <laughs> right. we can just find yeah. it. See the guy. I with mean, it the, translates
0: uh, perfectly. So, yeah. I. Yeah, like that's grid. my favorite <laughs> moment is when you just see a a, 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 a scout trooper holding a grenade. Oh, so good. Right, that's actually the I...
1: trooper grenade um, that we see, ah. ah. line, which is it's like a it's like a sonic grenade or sonic imploder is, is what they're called. But they don't really implode, whatever.
2: i surprised um, how ineffective that explosion was. Like, it didn't even rumble the the transport, really. Yeah. <laughs> just, but then, yeah, all right, I guess then you got the rear
1: not. end of the ship melted by a uh, X-Wing crashing into it, which was an right. interesting um, trick, um, or a twist of fate, um, which, of course, led up to the Razor. You mean a, you mean a TIE fighter,
2: right?
1: Yeah, did I say I X-Wing? X-Wing, it's all right. <laughs> sorry. Sorry.
2: Uh, hey, the TIE fighter,
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're getting to the x-wings um but uh yeah then so that it leads to the tie fighter razor crest um space battle which was or I- in atmo battle again one of my
2: favorite like starfighter
1: fights i've ever seen
2: guys i live for trooper deaths in star wars and uh i gotta say one of my favorite ones is the death trooper death in in rogue one where he just falls and you hear that garbled noise <laughs> and then this one <laughs> this tie fighter yeah. pilot death is yeah. number two on my ranking list like <laughs> it is up there it is spectacular in that moment just the the, this, the the voice work by the tie pilot like it's just it was just it, it was impactful whereas a lot of the other you know stormtroopers just yeah. fall without a noise and this one fell it was very dramatic
1: Are you talking about the last the, the last the last TIE,
2: tie fighter yeah, yeah. Yeah, very he nice.
1: does give out like a death whale. He's like, yeah. like,
2: <laughs> <trying to pull laughs> <his head>. yeah, <laughs> it's very <laughs> dramatic. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's yeah.
1: It's
2: very over the top. I like it.
1: <laughs> Definitely. They also had some like next gen like painting on the uh, the uh, sorry, TIE fighter pilot helmets, which was really cool. He had some they they both they both had different designs on the helmets and stuff, which might be a little nod to uh, squadrons, which is very popular right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the video game, uh, so yeah, th- I mean, that was just all breathtaking.
2: Yeah, man, pulling some real maneuvers in that Razor crest yeah. I didn't think it was capable of so- doing certain things. It has air brakes, I guess it has like these really robust air brakes. Yeah, that it, yeah. You, just, you can just hit those flaps and you can just stop on a dime,
1: right? Cool. He, cool. he used that in um, what was like episode three or four or five, um, where we had our first space battle with the Mandalorian in the mm-hmm. first season and he just yeah. he slammed the brakes on that guy and, and then blew him up from behind when he, he gave him the, yeah, uh, yeah. which was cool. All oh, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean that awesome. Breathtaking.
0: Yeah. So good. So, so good.
1: Uh, then, then we get sort of this coda. So, um, uh, the Mandalorian flies off towards, uh, Corliss. Corvus Yep. Is it Cor? Yep. Oh, it's Corvus, right? It's yep. a, same. Yep. Which is the name of the ship in Battlefront 2 that um the elite Imperials fly on is also called the Corvus. That's right.
2: That's confusing. Yeah. Now I'm confused.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of interesting. So maybe that ship is named after this planet or maybe. something sure. that happened there. Um, but that's a little weird overlap. Um, and we find out sure enough, it's been tracked. Um and then which I just want to stop there. So we know. There's, we have this really funny parade and at like the front of the parade is the goal, which is Ahsoka. We assume right. Right? this, you know, Ahsoka is there, the, the Jedi, which is being pursued by the Mandalorian and maybe and the <laughs> yeah. child who are being pursued by, um, now the empire, you know, for yeah. empire who wants the child, um, and also Boba Fett, I would put maybe there. I, I yeah, Boba Fett. Pursuing <laughs> yep. for his own reasons. Yep. Um, and then but the Empire is being pursued by <laughs> Bo-Katan. Yeah. Right? Who wants the yeah. dark yeah, saber? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: and then and that that's pretty much our main character. And then Cobb Vanth doesn't care. He's just like no. being a rancher and looking yeah. for his next set. Like, of armor, probably.
0: Blank's going to go down on Corvus is my guess. Yeah, like, I think I think you're going to have a confluence of a lot of characters suddenly showing up in the same place at the same time.
1: Yeah, which would be really exciting. And that it, that makes me happy because here we are. That was halfway through the season. You know, this is episode four. So second half of the season. We, I mean, it is significant that we've stopped seeing things that were on yes. the, uh, the trailer. Next four episodes are going to be wild. I mean, it could all be Corvus. Who knows?
0: Like we well. So- no, uh, well, let me talk about. We're talking about next episode. I know we're we're gonna go back and talk about the the very end of this of this episode in a second. But since we're here, um, have you heard any rumors about or anything about the title, length, and director of the next episode? It's uh, Dave Filoni. It's, it's Dave Filoni. Called the Bologna. Jedi, and it's fifty six minutes long. It's fifty
2: six longer.
0: That's the rumor. Now, these are unconfirmed, but it's from sources who have been pretty right with the name of episodes and lengths and directors in the past. So, yeah, I think this is pretty gonna be a pretty big episode next week. Gotta make room for a a duel
2: between Gideon and Ahsoka. Yeah, that Darksaber's got to clash against something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, I, mean, I, I want to see a sword fight at some point. I, but yeah. we, don't, I mean, we don't even know 100%. if Ahsoka
1: has, if has uh, lightsabers anymore. Um, I will say, I'm just going to throw this out there. I want calcastus to be there. I know it's that's my dream, and oh, it's wow. a tin, lock tinfoil just for a second. But uh, I want uh, Cal to also be hanging out with Ahsoka. Just, I uh, mean, maybe that's too much fan service. I don't know, but I would love a live, live action Cal Kestis. And, and I mean,
2: and from um, and all the, all of them from Fallen Order. Fallen
1: maybe not all of them. Maybe just Cal just happens yeah. to be hanging out.
2: I,
0: you I, know, it's definitely Ezra? a possibility.
1: Oh, could Ezra be Ezra. Was... We talked about this last week, right? Yeah, could be Ezra. That would be fun, too. I mean, actually, it would be more fun, probably. But I don't know. I want I want to see Cal. I think that would be really cool. He's the they
0: mocapped the actor. um, yeah, I can't remember his name. And he looks just like him. So it's I'm definitely saying. a possibility. And, and that and he's a he's a great actor, too. He's in the show. Um, Shameless on Showtime. He's really good and very solid. He weirdly played the Joker or not the Joker or maybe the Joker, but probably not the Joker, but probably is the Joker. I don't know. In the version of Joker. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. But uh, they still haven't figured it out yet. And that show has been canceled for two years. Um. Yeah, Cam
1: Monahan, camera, camera
0: Monahan. That's his name. He's he's yeah. great. So, I think there's definitely a possibility we see a live action Cal Kessis at some point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it would be a nice tease for um Fall Order too, uh, for the the sequel to be like, there's going to be Ahsoka in this next game, mm. um, which would be which would be really cool. Yeah, I don't know that that's quite beside the point. Anyways, uh, stuff is going to da- go down there um back to the episode real quick to, to also watch. it's
0: the day after thanksgiving so i'm gonna be like stuffed That's and it. bloated and like it's gonna be like perfect. the dessert on top of the seven desserts <laughs> i had the night before
1: you're right it would be the perfect show for like sec for like seconds or like for cold like well, leftovers. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, i'm so totally I'm
0: gonna, gonna make right my like, to thanksgiving giant sandwich and just sit down and watch this at like 8 a.m <laughs> no shame
1: at, like, at right at 8 a.m oh yeah, best day
2: I've the whole series. We just binge uh, season two, the uh, entire the first. Four so
1: I, I would definitely do that. I um, I've what I've been doing is every week I've watched the episode from the week prior.
0: Right. Before, oh, nice. I, that's I smart.
1: Which takes an immense amount of discipline, I might add.
0: Yeah, uh, that's impressive. Uh, I don't think but I do that. it does.
1: It gets you fired up for that. Yeah, You're like, OK, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a good episode. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And then you're like, oh, it's on. Oh, it's on. <laughs> it <just laughs> gets me going for, for some fresh uh, Mandalorian. And then I usually watch it again later that night. Um, it's the only
0: of... show that gets me up early enough on Friday to exercise. Like it's my it's my elliptical show. On, and it's like oh, that's good it's movie. amazing. It's the, it's the best thing ever because it's just like I don't even realize I'm exercising. Right. I, wow.
1: Okay, um, so here we go. We're back to um, Navarro. It's like a, a weird coda scene, and it's funny you said that the next episode would be so long because I thought this episode was
0: long. It's only like thirty-eight minutes.
1: Thirty-two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like yeah, it's a really short just, episode, but it feels long. I was
0: shocked the second time because the same thing. I was I was doing it. I'm like, oh, I'm done, and I still have like twelve minutes left in my workout routine. Like, I guess I'll watch something else. But but like the second time I watched it. I couldn't believe I'm like, oh, we're already at the Imperial base. Like it's almost over. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's just, it yeah. moves so fast the second time you watch it.
1: Yeah. Um, But a lot of great, I don't know. I just like the pacing of all the scenes in there. None yeah. of them sort of drag. Yeah. It was just really exciting. And so at the end, we get back, we find out he's, you know, the Empire's on his tail. Um, but we have this moment with, um, between, oh, I forget his name is, Captain, something or other. It, it's our X-wing
0: pilot, uh, uh, Carson Tiva.
1: Carson Tiva, thank you, Captain. Yeah, Carson Tiva. Um, and so he's still investigating. He's sort of like still snooping around, and that's he's, right.
0: You, you may want to add that to your wagon trail of people. Yes, yes, <laughs> um, I, I forgot about that.
1: Is the the there's the resistance is somewhere, right? This Tiva has got like he's got something stuck in his craw and he's like, there's something about this pattern. We don't really know how much he knows, but if he starts to understand that the Mandalorian has been defeating rogue elements of the Empire, suddenly he's an asset and they're like, maybe we could use him. And I mean, a part of me died inside because I was like if Cara Dune is like embraced the resistance again, which she has a tattoo of the resistance on her cheek. I don't understand why she wouldn't. They like, and they compared notes and they happen to be like, Oh yeah, we saw a cloning facility on, on this planet. Is that yeah. interesting to you at all? Like, you know, the whole future gets changed.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
1: instead, you know we get a joiner blue. <laughs> yeah. We get a DJ reference, a, a, a reference from the sequels. Of DJs, yeah. don't join. And that's that's her. She's not going to join, um, you know. So he's he's trying to bring her back. Uh, Teva's trying to bring Dune back into the fold. She's like, not my deal. Um, and he puts this metallic metal thing down in front of her. Any he yeah, guess what that thing
0: sometimes. is? I mean, it's, he gives a badge. A it has the insignia of New, New Republic on it. So I don't know if it's just like. You, you if you if you take this and wear it, you're part of us. Like, I think it's just a basically similar as like leaving a sheriff's badge for someone. It's very Western, right? Like you, if you take this and wear it, you are. You have joined the New Republic.
1: Oh, OK. I, I didn't think of it that way, but they do call him um, officer, right? Or something like that, like their space police. <laughs> yeah, Creep Calls him
0: officer. Yeah. Um. It's, right. It it reminds like me now of Marshal,
2: like, right? She's a marshal, it's very western and then he throws down the the emblem. Yeah. Like,
0: no thanks. It's kind it actually reminds me more of like sh- like she's a sheriff and he's a marshal, right? Cuz the sheriff is local and the marshal is federal right. type of thing. Like yeah, it's yeah. local local police versus federal. Yeah. Um I mean, this is clearly meant to be I well, I don't want to say clearly. I read it as to be this is the possible offshoot for a spin-off Series starring Cardoon, which is probably not going to happen for I don't know, check your Twitter feeds. Um, but you know, I enjoyed it even standalone for that character. And you know, the, the line I saw the line coming a million ways like, Did you lose any? Did you lose anyone? And she turned to go, I lost everyone. I was literally mouthing along as she yeah. said it. It's a good line though. Like, I like that line. Like, I can see why she's kind of reluctant to rejoin, right? Like, like she was part of this. She was part of the rebellion and the rebellion didn't protect her planet or everyone she loved. Right. So I can see her being like, no, I'm just looking out for myself. I'm just not part of a political movement. I, what I can control is this one town. I can, I can clean up this one planet and that's enough because last time I got broiled in a large governmental thing, my entire world was destroyed. So from a character point, I get that back and forth and I kind of appreciated it, but. I, I have we'll an, see.
1: another angle on that medal. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm speaking from a point of ignorance here. So, um, all the veterans out there, please excuse my ignorance. But there is there's a token system when you're a veteran, and you certain people have these tokens, and they're they're given to veterans for their mm. you to appreciate their service, or it's yeah. like a service award thing, and it's just like, hey, this is you know a token of appreciation. And um I don't really understand the culture around them, but I just right. know that they are given um amongst, you know, veterans for their service. And and it it's also it can be if there's like an, an Air Force vet or something and he can give it to a civilian as like I appreciate your service and and yeah. give these tokens out. And Oh, I don't know. Sense. I think it it might be some one of these sort of veterans appreciation tokens was sort yeah. of their theory of well, what it
0: is. It would make sense for that character to do that as well the the Captain Tiva because he's also like I like his response of, like I'm sorry for your loss. Like I it was yeah. like a nice moment where I'm like yeah. she probably hasn't heard that before, right? Of just yeah. like it's part of the war, it's part of this and he I like that character a lot and I'm glad we're seeing him again. I think they're using him well. He's very sympathetic. Yeah, definitely.
2: And he tells her they need help at the local level. I mean, the, the New Republic is just trying to yeah. garner more worlds to its well, cause, to their cause.
0: He literally he says something like he knows there's something going on out here, right? And no yeah. one else believes they yeah. in the New Republic. Like, I love that. Like, oh, it's so, so ominous. And I yeah. love it. Yeah, there
1: is something going on out there. Yep. So it's just, I don't know, it, it, it just... It's a very interesting subline and I didn't think it would be. They're doing it in a much more subtle way, yeah. incorporating the you know, the resistance or the new republic really, um, into this uh story. And maybe yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where that goes. Too. Um, and then there's yeah. one more reveal in this episode. Sorry. Final reveal,
2: big reveal. Yeah, yeah. Go for it, Ben.
1: All right. So so I recognize these things. We see Gideon and he's like, ha ha ha, I will destroy you. Something like that. I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but they,
0: um Twirling my beard. Yeah, my fingers. We, exactly.
1: We and he's in this hangar <laughs> and it's filled with these extra tall uh, droids, battle droids that look like troopers. And if you've played, uh, I recognize them from Force Unleashed. Um, they are dark troopers. They're these droid troopers that are extra tall. They're resistance to lightsabers and all these things. They're, they're you know, mini bosses, essentially. And yeah. there's, you know, a couple dozen of them in this hangar. Um, and so I think we've seen, you know, the next weapon in his arsenal that's going, you know, they're going to have to fight against.
0: They're also confirmed as dark troopers, because apparently if you watched the episode with the audio descriptions on, so if you are uh, visually impaired, you can do the audio description. Oh, cool. The audio description does refer to them as dark troopers. Yeah.
1: It makes sense. They've been referring to the video game, like past video games a lot. Yeah. Of all the things to canonize, they're just like really feasting on the old video games and the nostalgia there. Uh, Yeah. And are they robots?
0: Yes. Because I was clicking around a bit. The original Dark Troopers are, yeah, uh, are droids.
1: Droids. I think they're, so there's various generations of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So in a game, the the Dark Troopers would evolve as you got further in the game because they, so they'd get harder. Um, And this looks like very, like, sort of first gen. Yeah. Um, But they get bigger. And they get stronger, and I think they might be, have people in them at some point, but I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, I also read that they're nearly indestructible. Yeah, even lightsabers can't penetrate their armor. Yeah, yeah. Which,
0: um, but but if we're I, gonna go you to, have,
2: to a... you had another theory for
0: yeah. For... Well, I was gonna say first, if we're going to a planet with a Jedi <laughs> on it, it's good to have some you know uh, some you know li- uh, uh, lightsaber impervious thing. So I saw them, and I didn't made realize that's true. I didn't realize they were dark troopers, but they were like, you know, black uh stormtroopers, right? Black colored stormtroopers. And so I was wondering if they're going to do a twist on the original conceptualization of death troopers and essentially how they got their name is that there are reanimated bodies of old stormtroopers <laughs> and like cyborgs. And so part of me is wondering, right, you have like this cloning going on, you have this like just not wearing bodies and you have all these like you, I also they're thought truly like, dead troopers. Well, yeah. And my thought is like you it's can't. Chilling. It's how are you going to recruit stormtroopers now that your empire is destroyed? Right. So you have like a limited number of people. So you have to come up and say, like, how do you yeah. use? So like my theory is that they're they're kind of reanimated corpses or like think- cyborgs.
1: I want to stop you there because I want to save this idea for our sequel sequel trilogy because <laughs> I think that that's what we need to do that in the sequel sequel trilogy where they yeah. actually reanimate corpses. That would be yeah.
0: awesome. Like not flesh eating, not zombie, like not like not yeah. like truly like Walking Dead, but they're using like bio whatever. To, yeah, bio like,
1: energy, whatever yeah. bio mechanisms yeah. to sort of power these troopers. And they're like virtually unkillable, right? Because they're already dead.
0: Yeah, totally. Love it. Wow. That's my theory. We did right. it. Again. No,
1: no one take that idea, <laughs> listeners. That's All right, you can take that idea, just credit us. That's please. Just yeah. Just credit us. Um awesome. Yeah. So I think uh I think that's a wrap on that. Just a mere hour and 20 minutes on that 30 episode all? which is about par. Um, unless there's uh, any final thoughts, anything we missed. Let me check
0: my notes. Probably. I think I got everything. I, as, as I, I got all my, I checked all my boxes. Yeah, so. I gotta say my favorite episode of the season because it kind of did the best of both worlds for me where it was this nice little like action adventure standalone episode and then halfway through where like you realize, oh no, this is actually really important to the whole mythology of the season. I really loved that. Like I thought we were just going to get this you know, tease of an episode where you're not going to get to convert to well, till next episode. You're not going to see a so till next episode, but they still found a way to tie it into the overarching story. I really loved it. Yeah. it's
1: I, I don't know. These next four episodes are going to be wild. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wild.
0: Um,
1: all right. Well, I'm going to call this one an episode. Um, so uh, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening to us. We really appreciate it. New listeners, thank you so much. Um, and, uh, yeah, y'all have a great week. Can't wait till next week. It's going to be awesome. And uh, may the okay. force be with you.
2: Always. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always.